You are getting 100% Jody on Women Taking the Lead. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. As of the date this episode is dropping, I am in full-on Agents of Change conference mode. This is an annual digital marketing conference put on by Rich Brooks of Flight New Media. It happens each September in Portland, Maine, and if you have not attended yet, you need to put this on your conference wish list. If you're hearing this the day the episode has gone live, I believe there's still an opportunity to grab a live ticket and definitely a virtual pass. You can go to the Agents of Change con.com to check it out. So it's the agents of change, but then also con, C-O-N dot com. I'm going to be one of the speakers this year to help any struggling podcasters or would-be podcasters to overcome obstacles and set themselves up for success. As you guys know, I love talking about stress, fear, taking risks, overcoming self-doubt. It sounds so dark, but these are juicy topics, and the other side of these things is heaven. But you can't go around these things. You have to go through them, and that's why I like talking about them. Which segues nicely into my next topic. I want to talk about something we are all going through, and I'll give my current personal experience along with this. What I wanted to talk about is the cycle of change. I was first introduced to the concept of the cycle of change when I was getting certified as a coach through IPEC Coaching. They had a nice analogy of the cycle of change as a card game, and I'll get into that in a moment. Change occurs in a cycle, and we're always in some part of the cycle of change in every area of our life. Each part of your life is likely in different parts of this cycle. This is why we commonly have the experience of feeling like there are always some areas of our life in which we are winning and other areas that feel like we're struggling. I have an image of the cycle of change in the show notes at womentakingthelead.com forward slash journey if you want to take a look at it while I discuss it in this episode and in the upcoming 100% Jody episodes. In this episode, I'm going to give a brief overview of the cycle of change and discuss the phase I am currently going through in this cycle in regard to women taking the lead. And in the next you know, few 100% Jody episodes, I'm going to go over the other phases in detail. Using the card game analogy for the cycle of change, there are several phases. Before you play a card game, you have to decide what game you're going to play. This usually happens as you've started to shuffle the cards. So this phase is called the shuffle phase. The game is chosen and the cards are dealt. During the deal phase, Your mind is considering your resources, the other players, a strategy is chosen, and you are formulating a plan. Then you move into the phase called play the game. Obviously, this is the phase of movement and action. Then the game comes to a close and you're now in the toss-in phase. During this phase, you are absorbing what just happened and either celebrating a victory or considering how you feel about defeat. 
So where am I with women taking the lead? I'm in the toss-in phase. Am I ending my business? Heck no. However, each growth period or evolution of a business encompasses all of these phases. I've actually started the work to go into the shuffle phase, but I'm definitely still in the toss-in. All things come to an end, and typically we are rarely ready for the cycle to end because when you're in the playing the game phase, there's a lot of energy and excitement. At the end, the toss-in, there is loss, grief, confusion, and a lack of clarity for what's next. Whether it is the end of a job role or a relationship, people in this part of the cycle are usually unhappy and cannot see how they'll be able to go through it again. In the toss-in phase on the cycle of change, you will take little action on your own and resist change because of fear and uncertainty. And depending on how the last phase ended, there may also be a lack of hope. In this phase, you may also feel victimized and like you don't have control over your circumstances. You may find yourself being grumpier, ill at ease, and even experiencing pain more often. At the end of the toss-in, there can be an intense state of hibernation or cocooning, which if you've read my book, you're familiar with the term cocooning. This state will eventually pass, and if you let yourself just be during this phase, you will naturally find yourself getting renewed and re-energized and ready to go into the shuffle phase. Okay, for me, over the summer, I noticed myself starting to feel stretched. I was happy with the way the 100% Jody episodes were going, but I was not looking forward to starting up my interviews again. I also was feeling a lack of vibrancy overall in my business. Now, some of this can be attributed to the lower engagement that typically comes with the summer, but it felt like something more. I knew then, and I know now, some things needed to change for me to get back in alignment. I don't want there to be any judgment in this. I love the women I've interviewed on Women Taking the Lead, and I love this community. I could get emotional because you all don't know the impact you've had on me. I am fulfilling my life's purpose because of you, and I don't for a moment lose sight of that. So how do I describe it? It was like my skin was drying up and getting tight. I didn't fit in my own skin anymore. That's how it felt. I I haven't been sleeping well over the summer, and I noticed I wasn't setting good boundaries with others, and that only caused me to feel more depleted, less like myself. I definitely feel myself turning a corner now, though I'm still definitely in the toss-in phase. It's like I've started to shed that old skin, but the new skin underneath is so new, it's still sensitive to the environment. I, I feel um, an unraveling of an old identity, but my new identity is not fully formed yet. This past weekend, I was so low energy, I barely did anything. I could have sat and stared out the window, living in a world of my own thoughts and imaginings for hours on end. The problem I had was I I couldn't just let myself be in this state because there was so much to do that I could feel guilt creeping in, even though I knew sitting still was what I really needed to be doing, and I, I just... I didn't allow myself to do it, not as much as I needed to. 
And I want to step off the path here, but not too far to talk about SaneBox. This is actually, it's actually very relevant to what we're talking about because while I've been experiencing low energy, what has been saving my butt and yes, my sanity is SaneBox. I'm so into the software. I signed up for it myself when my free two-week trial expired. SaneBox is a software you integrate with your email service and it automatically sorts the low priority and waste of time emails into a folder that you can check at any time. But the key is it's not, those emails are not clogging up your inbox. When everything is hitting the inbox, you know, all throughout the day and all at the same time, it can get very overwhelming. And then everything feels like a priority, which causes you to invest your peak times of day on emails that are not important. You know, I like to save those for the end of day and just clean them out all at once. You know, and if you're interested in SaneBox, go to sanebox.com forward slash lead. And that's S-A-N-E-B-O-X dot com forward slash L-E-A-D. And you'll, you can sign up for your free two week trial and see if SaneBox can save your day like it saved mine. And if you end up subscribing, you'll also get a $20 credit that will be applied to your first year of service. All right. So after the Agents of Change conference tomorrow, I'll definitely be taking some guilt-free time doing whatever I feel like I need to do in the moment. I've got a weekend of puttering on my agenda and it may look like a lot of nothing. Now, some things have come to light and some changes have already been made. Last week's on-air coaching episode with Terry DeCoster is one of them. And starting in October, you'll also notice a format change with my interview. I have removed the wake-up call question because that typically comes out in the playing small question. And I've added some coaching to the interviews. When my guest answers what their biggest challenge currently is, I'm taking five minutes or so to talk through it with them. I've already recorded two of those episodes and I and my guests were happy with the results. It's funny, I resisted doing any on-air coaching for over a year and now it's going to be in every interview episode and periodically in our bonus episodes and that feels right and it feels more in alignment for me and it's definitely helping me get through this. Over the summer, I also started diving more into the concept of masculine and feminine energy that's in each of us, and especially for me. Being type A and being a business owner, I tend to bring forth more masculine energy, although at my core, I am more naturally feminine. This is evident to me because I will often find myself in a cycle of go, 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 then crash and recover. Go, 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 crash and recover. I'd like to explore bringing more feminine energy to my business and see how that plays out. I'm diving into this and going where my research takes me in terms of conversations, books, podcasts, YouTube videos. And if you're into this and you have any resources to recommend to me, please reach out. I'd love to hear about them. I'm so into this topic right now that I'm I'm just in a phase where I want to spend a lot of time just absorbing information and digesting it. So what is this going to look like for me and my business? I don't know yet. It's scary and it's exciting, but it feels right to follow this path and see how it all plays out. What I do know is I want to continue to share this with you. I want to continue to be more open and vulnerable with you. I want to thank you all for the amazing feedback I got from the episode I did on spirituality 
Releasing that episode was not easy for me, but you affirmed for me it was the right thing to do. I want to continue to have the courage to share my journey in the hopes that it helps you on your journey. Speaking of which, if as I described the toss-in phase, it sounded like what you might be going through right now in, you know, whatever area of your life, I've got some guidance for you that may help to ease the discomfort of being in this phase. One, don't try to rush through it because you feel uncomfortable. It is normal for this phase to feel uncomfortable and unnatural because if you are living in a culture that celebrates achievement and getting things done, this will go against the grain. People may not understand your need to withdraw for a while, but the reflection and contemplation you will do while you are feeling low energy is critical to gaining clarity to go into the next phase. If you've ever found yourself stuck in indecision because you just had no clue what you did or did not want, and but you had the energy to do something, it was probably because you skipped past the toss-in phase and so never got the information you needed to do the next phase well. In this stage of grieving, you are doing an analysis of what went right and what went wrong in the last cycle. Not only your thoughts, you are considering your feelings, actions, and the results you got during that cycle. That is important information that you need to synthesize and then integrate to strengthen you to move forward. Do the work. And the work looks like being with yourself, even if that feels yucky. Second, fear, anxiety, doubt, loss, and anger are all normal during this phase. You may need to vent to release the emotion. Find people you trust implicitly and make it clear to them you don't need them to fix you or make you feel better. You just need them to hear you and validate where you are. Let them know you'll tell them when you're ready to take some action, but until then, you need them to respect where you are in the process. It may help to explain to them that this is a grieving process. Third, look for positives. What do you have to be grateful for? What is going well? What can you count on? This will give you some foundation to stand on while other things feel like they are coming undone. And lastly, be good to yourself. Give yourself some guilt-free space to just be for a while without the need to do, accomplish, or achieve anything in the particular area of your life you are experiencing the toss-in phase. Remember, This too shall pass, but don't force it. Otherwise, you'll just find yourself back here again without having made any progress. As I mentioned, there is some information and resources that can help you in my book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing. I don't talk specifically about these phases in the book, but everything in there applies and will help you get through this process. You can go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to get more information and find where you can buy it online. All right. I hope this was of value to you. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, 
Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.